Star Wars 7x7 episode 575. Today, this is it, the finale. We have reached the end of the shooting script for The Force Awakens, and there are a couple of meaty tidbits here at the end. Punch it, Chewie. Feel a disturbance in the Force? It's Star Wars 7x7, your daily seven-minute podcast with your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and we are going to be talking about the last four pages of the script today. The last four. And we kick right off with Ray and Leia meeting for the first time. And <laughs> they throw in one line that's really provocative and then pretty much take the edge off it right away. They talk about the embrace and it says Leia takes Ray's face in her hands. Despite her heartbreak, she's grateful. She embraces Ray, a mother's embrace. Oh boy. All right. So before you go jumping up and down and going, ah, ha, 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 we knew it, we knew it. Uh, <laughs> this is what actually comes in this emotional first meeting. Now, when they had the line earlier in the script of Hunt, you know, that was a pretty specific thing. So having it followed up to say, Ray cries in this emotional first meeting, but obviously that's not there. I don't know. I, I don't quite know how to read this. I had a moment where I was thinking right near the end of her relationship with Han, just as they started breaking up. That would make uh, that would make Ray, you know, about eleven years younger than um, than you know if uh, you know he's eleven and was sent off with Luke and was already kind of a bad seed at that point. And he, yeah, I don't know. You know, it's kind of hard to say for sure, but. Early embrace, maybe. That's how I'm reading it. I don't think we can jump to that conclusion yet. But I had a moment where I like, what if Han didn't know? And that's a theory I haven't seen yet anywhere. The next bit is comparatively minor, but still amusing nonetheless. It talks about the scene where everybody's standing outside watching Ray and Chewie and R2 take off in the Falcon. And it says C-3PO has his proper arm replaced. <laughs> and I don't think I looked at it that closely to say for sure whether that carried through into the movie or not. I'll be curious to check it out the next time I watch. If you actually watch that closely and can remember for sure, chime into the comments of the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com. But uh, the whole gang that's out there, the script says, the gang watches the next generation of Jedi begin her journey, which is pretty cool, to say the least. And then she's off to, I don't know how you pronounce it. We haven't heard it yet. Uh, maybe I should ping somebody to ask. Achtu or Achtu, <laughs> A-H-C-H-T-O. And the last new thing that we get for the script is on the last page, surprisingly enough. And it has to do with the meeting of Rey and Luke Skywalker. So she hikes up the mountain, sees him up there, and the reveal, it is Luke Skywalker. It says he's older now, white hair and bearded. He looks at Ray, a kindness in his eyes, but there's something tortured too. He doesn't need to ask her who she is or what she is doing here. His look says it all. In response, Ray pulls something from the pack, her backpack, Luke's lightsaber, and she holds it out to him, an offer, a plea, the galaxy's only hope. And then the last line in the script says, hold on Luke Skywalker's incredible face, amazed and conflicted at what he sees as our music builds the promise of an adventure just beginning. Now, before I read this part of the script, I had seen a story, it was on Movie Pilot, saying Force Awakens script reveals Luke Skywalker's response to Rey. And I got clickbaited into checking it out. And of course, it turned out there was nothing in that thing that said what his response to Ray was, because there was no response. It was just him turning, just like it is in the movie. So 
I don't know. I'm going to have to put Movie Pilot on my naughty list. I know it's just a bunch of people putting their own posts on there and whatnot, but man, they've got good SEO and good headline writers, or at least the services, you know, rotating through headline rights, uh, rewrites and so on and so forth to catch people in and whatnot. And it shows up pretty well inside Google Alerts. So, man, I'm just, I'm just going to have to look a little more carefully <laughs> that stuff i don't know do you deal with movie pilot stuff do you read it via that site or some of the posts that people are posting up there chime into the comments and let me know what you think about that particular site so let's jump to a conclusion for a moment if it suggests that he doesn't have to ask who ray is that he knows who she is then you could actually come at that a couple of different ways you can talk about the whole bloodline thing and whose kid she is and whatnot but the other way you could look at it is the yoda way about how Yoda in The Empire Strikes Back said, you know, this one, a long time have I watched. I'm not even going to try to do the voice we know from previous podcasts that I do a very bad Yoda. But if Snoke senses that there's been an awakening, and if that awakening really does refer to Rey as we've been talking about and as everybody else has been talking about, then it's certainly possible Luke has sensed the awakening as well. I mean, granted, Luke has only been a Jedi for like 30-odd years, and you've got Yoda who was a Jedi for 800 years, coming up on nine when they first met and Snoke well you know Snoke is supposed to be ancient so yeah it might be tough to consider that Luke would be able to see the same way that Yoda or even Snoke could but it's certainly a very valid possibility and I'd love to know what you think about it too how strong do you think Luke is in the force 30 years after the battle of Endor share those in the comments for this show's episodes blog post as well and that's going to do it for our deep dive into the shooting script of The Force Awakens. Thank you so much for coming along on this journey with me. I hope you've learned some really awesome stuff. I hope you had a lot of fun with it, and we'll find new and awesome things to share about The Force Awakens in upcoming episodes as well. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast. Maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story, too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. All right, let's talk trivia before we go. I've been waiting for this day for a long time. Last time we asked you how many Resistance X-Wing pilots you could name. I've got nine of them. Poe Dameron, Jess Pava, Snap Wexley, Nian Num, Yolo Ziff, Lieutenant Bastian, Elo Asti, Ferrillo, and Niv Lek. Today's question, what is the last thing Han Solo does before he falls off the catwalk into the abyss? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you challenge a Jedi holding the high ground, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if the show's been worth your time, please support us at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a triple amputation, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.